All right, we are back once again here, uh, Nick, Mike, and David. Um, we're going to talk about the cash slash coin shortage this week because that seems to be a hot topic in the land of COVID. And we kind of wanted to get out in front of, you know, some of the myths that are out there and, and kind of tell you where those things land. I'm, uh, I'm very boring today. I'm just drinking Miller Lite. I'm, uh, I say I'm drinking Lagu Lagunitas Hop Stupid. Uh, it's, a, it's a great IPA, 8%. Um, and uh, I say I really enjoy the full flavor. Uh, a couple episodes we were talking about Chicago, so it kind of made me want a, want a good Chicago beer. So, Mike, water? I'm, I'm drinking my leftover Virtue Ciders from a couple of weeks ago. Nice. There you, there you go. <clears throat> so we're in a cash shortage, and this – things have gone kind of crazy here lately so if you haven't noticed when you go shopping places say you know you either have to pay with a credit card or have exact change and people are flipping out and everybody's going nuts and Dave Ramsey thinks we're moving to a cashless society and no kids will get paid for doing chores you know around the neighborhood and crap like that so we thought we'd kind of dispel some of those rumors and talk about some of the, you know, conspiracy theories that are out there. And uh, we're just going to kind of run from there. So Nick and I and Mike, we're, we were just talking about a little bit of research that, that we were doing. And, you know, they talk about it being a coin shortage, but, you know, that that's kind of a misnomer. We're, there's really not a shortage. It's more the fact that there's a disruption. So Nick was discussing before Mike hopped on that, you know, when we hit COVID, a lot of the minting facilities, they were shut down. So we weren't making money at the time. Right, Nick? Yeah. So from my understanding, right, because I mean, non-essential people lost their job. Well, I mean, it wasn't essential for life to have coins kind of getting printed. So I for a little while. Um, or, or the mass production of printing fake, uh, fake bills. <laughs> so, um, but no, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it's, it's a thing, you know, so now I guess they, they kept running small amounts, but you know, when you think of a production line, you never really walk into a place with just one line. Right. I mean, so, you know, if, if they had 10, 10 presses kind of going, making coins, now they're down to, you know, Two of those. Well, I mean, that, that doesn't fill what we normally had with our 10 running. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was kind of the understanding was, you know, deemed non-essential, no work for it. So um, the other thing, the other thing that I had found, excuse me, was, you know, when, when you're, when you're looking into it, there, there's, there's people out there who, right, on a daily routine, you wake up, you, you have, you know, your, your $10, let's call it, in your pocket. You go to Starbucks and you pay $6.50 or whatever it is. So, right, you get your $3.50 back and change. Well, normally you would go to the next spot, right? I, I don't care if it was work. I don't care if it's anything else. Like, you'd go somewhere else. And, and let's say you get to work and you, you put your $1.50 in to get your candy bar. Well, there goes your $0.50 cents and you used it. That, that person would you know, take it out of the machine and run it to the next thing. Well, what they're finding is basically these people are still going to get their coffee. So they're getting their $3.50 and then they're putting it in their pocket and then they're going nowhere else. They're going back home. Right. So if you're like me 
I mean, I don't have a coin shortage. I, I was kind of like laughing because I'm like looking at my, my rolls of coin, you know. So if you're me, though, you take that money out and you just throw, throw it on, you know, your nightstand or you throw it wherever. And you, you start the next day. You go to the ATM, you pull your 10 or 20 bucks out. You, you know, so th these coins are kind of just sitting at home, right? They're not, they're not circulating throughout the people here. They're, they're state, you know, people's pockets are staying at home or, you know, uh, a piggy bank, things like that. Um, I can't blame it on everybody that's been collecting, you know, they, they, they account for uncirculated money every year, right? They, they, they account for people that are saving for those rainy day type things. So really the big interruption is all the people that normally go out and spend all their money. Um, you know, my, my wife and I, we went out the other day and I, I, I threw my quarters into the, into the, uh, parking meter, right? I mean, $3, for 10 minutes, <laughs> but, um, you know, say, I, I, I am not feeling the coin shortage unless I go to a place that says plastic only. So. Well, see, and that, that's a great point. Cause you're, you're seeing in a lot of these places, you know, business not going on as usual. So you think of the places you typically would see cash changing hands, restaurants. Well, restaurants aren't full like they used to be. So you're not giving your waiters and waitresses, you know, five, six, seven dollar tipper, you know, whatever it is. You're not exchanging cash like that. You know, for somebody like me who uses credit for most things, you know, I, I don't see any real disruption. I don't use a lot of cash. I don't like to have cash laying around. If it's not in a bank earning me interest, it's not doing me any good. So, you know, that, that's one of the things where you look at and you're like, okay, well, if these things that typically use cash aren't as busy as they used to be, you, you have no way really to circulate it around. Yeah. And, and that's really, you know, what, what we're hitting on right now is, is the circulation's down because we're not spending money in the ways that we used to, you know, we're not going to the bar and hanging out for three hours with our friends and buying drinks and, you know, paying with cash when we leave. Yep. So, you know, we, we were talking up a good point, especially with, with um, waiters and waitresses, right? I mean, my wife was, was a waitress back when, you know, when we got married. And, right, it was, it was we always joke, right? We'd always call them strip, stripper ones because she'd come home with, you know, $80 worth of ones. And, and you know, so then you go to the, you go to the, it's easier instead of going to the bank and depositing it, you're like, well, I'm already at the grocery store. You know, here's $80, you know, $80. So then this store doesn't have to go to the bank to get that $80 back in that drawer, right? So, I mean, every every till starts with something different. But, you know, if they're starting with, you know, $50 in ones, well, you know, I mean, these people were bringing in all these ones. Now these ones aren't getting circulated. I mean, um, you know, it, it just every – every so the bigger the bills that are out there, right, I mean, that's more change that has to get – uh, broken down. So, um, and again, as I said, I think most people, right, it's so much easier. It's so much easier to, to take the money out of your pocket. Um, you know, it's a, even, even right now, like, you know, I have a, I have a few dollar bills and it's like, okay, this isn't enough to buy exactly what I, what I'm going to need for tomorrow. So I just throw it on my nightstand and then I'm going to go to the ATM again. And I'm just going to grab that 20 or that 10, right? Like, People have people have these daily budgets that you know. Oh, I get twenty dollars to spend anything less, or you know, anything left over, I throw it over here and I start fresh with a brand new twenty. Like, 
you know, people, people are, a lot of people don't want to spend that time just counting this stuff out like exact things. So, um, I mean, granted, that's why credit cards and debit cards are there, but there's still, you know, I mean, there's definitely the Dave Ramsey people who are, who are, you know, cash people. Like when we say cash, we don't mean debit card. We don't mean, you know, I mean, we're talking the old, the old way that we remember putting money in envelope, right? You'd go to the, you go to the bank, get your exact dollar bills and break it down into envelopes. So, um, you know, I, you're not getting, you're not getting as much of that interaction through society today, you know, and it'll speed things up. I mean, so we all, we all, I'm going to give a big shout out cause they're going to, they're going to sponsor us sometime soon. Um, Yesterdog, right? So Yesterdog is this hot dog place here in Grand Rapids area. Um, fantastic hot dogs. Can't wait for the sponsorship to come in, but you know, something really fun about them, something really fun, right? So they're, they're a cash only, they're a cash only company, right? They're, they're not getting, they're not paying transactions for, um, you know, credit card getting used. And now David, right. You and I love to frequent there. So when, when, when your hot dog costs you $2.50, they give you two quarters back from your three bucks. What do you do with that 50 cents? Oh yeah. You go spend that money. Right. Well, you know, you throw it against the wall at their at their tube and try oh, to yeah. try to get it into the tube. You know, everybody, all the, as much as I love saving money, like part of me is like, this change got to go in my pocket. Now that looks fun. I'm gonna try to hit that. You know, so there's a there's there's a tube on the wall and it drops in there. So, right. I mean, when 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 you take cash out of places like that, I mean, granted, you're gonna stop some money laundering, right? <laughs> but which you know, to say, but there's, you know, there, there's, there's no reason to, to stop printing bills and, and things like that. And, you know, I, I can see your, your smaller towns just never are right. I mean, I, I still, I still belong to a, a hardware store in my town where they let me have a one month um, ongoing uh, tally. Right. And then I can go in and just pay with my card at the end because they don't want me to come in every day paying five, 10, 12, 15 bucks, charge, charge, charge. They're like, you know what? We'll put you on an account. Just come in, you know, come in on the 15th, you know, and, and just pay off whatever you can. So, um, or you pay off the whole debt. So swipe, swipe it away. So, um, you build that credit with them. Well, when we looked at some of these, you know, cash dependent businesses. So, you know, obviously restaurants are, are a big one because waiters and waitresses, you know, live on their tips and they, they prefer cash because they don't always have to claim all of that to Uncle Sam. Um, you know, you no, brought they up, have to, they just don't. correct. They have to, but you know, sometimes money gets misplaced. Uh, you bring up, you know, your wife came home and you guys referred to it as stripper ones. Well, you know, that's, that's another place that you get a lot of cash and they're not open. So you're not getting any of that cash. I know Nick's a big bowler and I got to assume now, I don't know, cause I'm not a bowler. I don't bowl on leagues, but I know they do a lot of betting on leagues and I would, I would have to imagine most of that's done with cash. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, so we would never, we would never bet on those things cause that's illegal gambling, but right. I mean, your, your, your side between friends things, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna PayPal you or I'm not gonna Venmo you. I'm not gonna cash app. I want my money right here, right now. I just whipped you, right? So, um, right, you, you play cards, you play cards for candy. Um, and that candy just happens to look like, you know, 
a five dollar bill. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's yeah. Every you know those those fun things are are done that way. Um, I don't see I don't see a casino allowing cash a cashless to happen, right? No. Um, I I think I think they would enjoy it, right? From the aspect of like we have a we have kids attractions around here where you go, you put twenty dollars on it, and then you get a card. And you could spend up to 20 bucks, you know, so, but I mean, even at, even at like, if I play a poker game at the casino, right? Like my, my chips turn into, or my cash turns into chips, comes right back into cash. I want to see when, when they roll out for these championship things, right? They roll a big mound, a pyramid of a million dollars and they dump it out on the table. Like cash will always have that, that make your eyes bright. Right. I mean, I've never looked, I've seen, I've seen a lot of big chips in my life. Right. I, I'm not lying. I, I seen over like I think it was 1.2 million dollars in chips sitting on a table. Actual like a person do it, and yeah, okay, it's crapped on the chips and this and that. But when you look at it, a red chip in your mind looks exactly the same as a purple chip, right? I mean, so the five and five hundred or whatever, like you're gonna spend it either way. So um, it's it's the idea with cash. You're never. It's it's a great marketing scheme. Everything's behind it. I mean, you're never gonna get away from it. Yeah, so when we look at some of these things, like I mentioned to Nick earlier, there's a bank in Wisconsin that will pay you a bonus to bring in your change. So if you bring in $100 worth of change, they'll give you a $5 bonus. You can earn up to $500 doing that. And, you know, that's, that's a bank thinking outside the box saying, hey, we need to get change back out here. We need to get it, you know, working again. So it's a nominal price for them to pay the five dollars mm -hmm. but it gets it circulating again which is what the economy really needs it, it doesn't do the economy any good for the money to be sitting on nick's dresser next to his bed they need that out you know people spending that and going in and out of people's pockets yeah. so <laughs> good you know um the the, the printing so back when you guys were young, right? I mean, there was, there was what, the, the quarter arcade or what did you guys call them, the nickel arcade? Yep. I'm not sure if you're that old. They <laughs> were quarter, but yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but those, th those things aren't around, right? So you're not, you're not pumping in, in these, you know, these quarters into, and if that, you know, even if that's the case, so like I know here, right, going to uh, carnivals, right, or fairs or festivals, whatever you guys all these things right so i go and I, I bring my daughter and i i, I throw a dart at a balloon right i have to pay cash to play that game nobody no, none of those places except card right so now these things aren't happening all around the, the country right so one of our favorite games is you know yeah you, you, you throw a ball into a basketball hoop it's got a big colored wheel and you have your quarter or your dime out there right and you try to win a, a stuffed animal or a candy bar like a and so right that's a great generation of, of coins and things like that. And so when you think about all these things that we're using cash, I mean, even again, all the, all the breweries that we have, everything, they're, they're not allowing you to play the video games. They're not allowing you to play all these. If you have to touch the machine, they're not allowing it to happen. So, right. They're not allowing you to accept your quarters. Granted, we don't have pay phones anymore. Right. But I mean, there's still, when you think of all the things that you used to take and put your coin into 
you, you really can't do it right now because of COVID. So, um, you know, there is such a big shortage on this money, you know, this, these quarters and dimes going around out there. So, well, even the things that people like to do. So, you know, summer in Michigan's big for garage sailing or going to plea markets. One of the things, you know, my daughter and I love to do are go to conventions. We love going to conventions and we know damn well, if you're paying with your card at a convention, you're paying state sales tax. But if you're paying cash at the convention, you're not paying sales tax. They're not going to collect it from you. They don't care because there's no record of it. So you can get this for 20 bucks or if you use your card, you can get it for 23. What do you want to do? Well, you know, you're saying, as a, as a business owner, right? I mean, I claim everything that comes in, but I can tell you that I know that there's people, right? I get, a, I get a discount on certain things that I get installed or certain things that I buy, right? Um, now, whether that company, right, as you said, whether that company claims that they sold that item or not, that's, you know, that, that's, that's their thing. So right. you, you can't deny... You can't deny a transaction that shows up on paper. So Right. Yeah, and it, it, those things are totally up to, you know, the honesty of the merchant that's doing the business. Because mm -hmm. I'm not going to run around and say, first off, I'm not going to remember where I spent the money. And I'm not going to run around and say, yeah, I got a $3 discount because I didn't use my card here. So they're probably not reporting that to you in taxes and you should go find them. Not paying attention to that, I don't. You know, I just know I got it for twenty bucks, so I'm happy. Yep. Well, and it's you know it's easier for them, right? It's easier for them not to, even if they do pay their taxes on it. Like it's easy not to carry all that change around, right? I mean, when you when you think, if if for some reason, let's say you know you're at the convention and there's fifty people trying to get in line, well, me trying to make that seventeen dollars and change, or you know seven dollars and change off that twenty three. You know what? I'll just get to the next person. I'll just get, you know, pay it later type of a thing. So um, it, it's you know when we're talking when we're talking where is it? Honestly, like I think everybody right now, if you check your dryers, right? I mean these these this money staying in your pockets, right? Um, you'll find it with the other sock that you've been missing. The, the coins are probably hanging out with the socks. So um, no, you know it's. Uh, say, I know we want to get into some conspiracies, uh, David. I, I know you hit on you hit on it just a little bit. Um, so why don't you tell us what one of the conspiracies is? So I, I find one valid conspiracy out there. If there is a conspiracy that holds any water to me, this is the only one I find plausible. So. We obviously are at a point where banks are not making as many loans as they used to. They're not bringing in money like they used to. So if there is a shortage and banks are perpetuating that shortage, the only way that works is if they're pushing you to use cards, whether it's a debit card or a credit card, because A, they're getting money on the front end through the processing fees. And they're hoping to get money on the back end through, you know, you're not paying your entire bill and now you're paying interest on those. So the only version of this that I see that that makes any sense is the banks promoting, you know, a shortage for their gain later on, which I would never put past a bank to do that because they're out for their bottom dollar. I mean, just like we all are. But there are some very far-fetched 
conspiracy theories, which, you know, I guess they're fun to talk about. So, you know, a lot of people think we're in the new world order where they're going to get rid of cash altogether and we're going to be subjected to only some kind of fake currency and credit and kids won't be able to pick up odd jobs anymore. And, uh, you know, yeah, everybody's going to have two heads or some crazy crap like that. I I can't buy into any of that stuff. Well, that's, you know, I think think if I'm going to come up with a conspiracy, it's going to be right now. It's uh, that Bitcoin is trying to take over and they're proving that cash is it. So all you Bitcoin people, this is your new conspiracy. I've created it right here. Uh, live on air so <laughs> um no you know and uh right i i you know i heard i, I was talking to a coin collector friend of mine and right i was like because <laughs> i wanted to know we did some research on this like, hey what's up with this coin thing and i was like is it gonna make is it gonna make these things valuable and right they laugh at me and they're like no like you can't have just a low run production makes things valuable it has to be like a super a super low run specific for it. Um, but right. So I, I couldn't call that a conspiracy on, you know, these people trying to make money off of it. Um, you know, I, I, I know back, gosh, when I was a kid, uh, they, they came back out with those gold coins, um, the dollar, the dollar coins, Right. And everybody thought those are going to be collectible for a minute. You're like, not, you know, no. And they didn't take off. They didn't replace the dollar bill. So, you know, um, I heard that they're trying to do it to get rid of the penny because it costs more money. It costs more money to print a penny than its actual value. Um, you know, so the, the metal and the time of people, it, it's, you know, it's what, like one point something cents compared to the one cent it's actually worth. So, um, I heard that as a conspiracy trying to trying to get rid of the penny and, and in the way that they thought about it was I guess get rid of all the change um, and then just have round numbers for everything. But um, don't buy that. Right? I mean, again, when we when we go down to you're gonna instantly make all this change type thing a, a value, right? You can't you can't make it valueless because it, you know that now. The people that are hoarding it and generations, generations and generations of people are, are just, this is a, a, a huge thing from back in the day and it's not really how it works. So, Well, I think one of my favorite conspiracies is the people are trading change for toilet paper. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Which to me is just buying toilet paper, but you know, Okay. Again, this, this country went on a toilet paper shortage because when COVID hit, it seems everybody had to go to the bathroom at the same time. So they had to buy a ton of toilet paper. I don't, still don't understand this one, but you know, that's what everybody ran out and bought. Yeah. And I, I, I wish I could tell you, right. Why, why that was a thing and why people were, you know, we, we had quite a bit, and then all of a sudden, you know, we start getting lower. So my wife and I made the giant joke of like, "All right, make sure you look every time you go out." Right? But, no. Um, it just—it it, was—it's just a weird thing that you don't—you don't find. It's ever, you know, I don't know. It, it's weird. You would think 
you think all the food would be gone first, right? Like things, no offense, but like I'll go buy a bidet off of Amazon before I, you know, eat something, eat a bug, right? Right. Like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go, uh, Fed for myself outside. I'd rather I'd rather hop in the uh, hop in the get that taken care of. So I don't I don't know why the toilet paper thing was a thing. Well, you know, and I I've seen you know some questions. My wife had a question on whether it was legal to basically tell people we're not giving you a change back if you come to a store and you buy something. So that that is absolutely legal they if their sign is posted and it says you need to have exact change and if you don't we're not giving you any change then you're out of luck and i know with a lot of the places around here what they're doing is they're saying uh, speedway is one of them if you don't have exact change we're going to round it up and give it to i think it's children's miracle network and we stopped at speedway the other day my wife went in to get a drink and there was a guy screaming at the clerk basically saying no it's six dollars and 12 cents you can't keep my 88 cents you just need to take six dollars for this and the lady kept saying i'm sorry that's not the way it works here and that's basically where we've gotten to is you know you better have the exact change if you don't you better use you know a method that is exact change whether it's a check if they take checks or a credit card or a debit card or a gift card or figure it out yeah well it's you know, I, I, I say I want to go, you know, I really think it's literally just because, just because minting slowed down. I mean, everything, everything that was non-essential, you know, slowed. It really did. Um, we, we all, we all, we've all felt it, right? I mean, dining rooms, dining rooms for like McDonald's weren't open. So you didn't have that extra help up front, but you had the drive through right? I mean, so the, the flow of people, the amount of people spending money just wasn't there. So, um, and I, you know, I do, I do think the older generation were, were the people that always carried the cash. I mean, I always carry cash. I always have some type of cash on me, but I've always been considered like a 90 year old. So, um, you know, one thing, uh, one thing uh, that was also, I want to go back to a conspiracy that was also brought to me was, right, uh, it, people hoarding these, hoarding this change, it's going to have trade value later, right? So um, they thought that the, when you look at like gold and silver pieces, right, there are things out there. Like, so basically my understanding when it was described to me was, well, you know, people are going to need money. And so every cash money, right, not, not card, plastic cash money is going to be the biggest thing. So when you, when you, your quarter is going to be worth I don't, a dollar or something like the value, the value to get it because people were thinking that money was going to dry up so much that they were hoarding every, you know, every piece of change, right? Pennies are going to be worth dimes, that type of a thing. So, um, again, with, with having, you know, and then the thing that got me was, you know, the thing that I, I figured it was a horrible conspiracy was right again we have plastic everything everybody can accept it whether they choose to or not type of thing um you know i i'd hate to see going to buy a a beater car and trying to cash app somebody 300 bucks or whatever it is right um you know i I do transactions all the time with facebook marketplace or something like that and 
I go leave, you know, I go leave the five or the ten dollars under the doormat or whatever, you know, for my porch pickup. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a shortage that's going to last for a long time. I, you know, once, once the kind of routine hits, and again, from what I understand, they started picking printing back up. Now it's just a matter of getting people out there to spend the, the printing. So. Well, a lot of what goes on here is we operate in in fear so if we can create some fear we can get people to you know basically buy into these conspiracy theories instead of actually you know looking at things logically and going all right yeah cash isn't moving right now because the economy's been shut down it's been shut down for a good reason we don't want everybody getting sick that that's a great reason so you know we're, we're at a point here where there are three of us that are doing this right now. Raise your hand if you've been tested for COVID in the last month. So that that's just a reality we live in. And if you can make people afraid, they're willing to buy any piece of BS that you'll lay out to them because they just want some kind of understanding or some kind of it's somebody else's fault instead of looking at things logically and saying, okay, We've been in this since March. We're probably going to be in this until March. We need a vaccine. Money's not going to work like it used to. Let's do smart things with our money right now. So, you know, my main goal since COVID hit, which, you know, if you've watched any of these episodes, you should know. We're, we're sitting here trying to impart knowledge, and I've talked several times. I'm trying to get my roof paid off because I took a loan from my daughter for the roof. Roof will be paid off by the end of the year. Once that happens, you know, I, I talked about dumping more money into retirement accounts for my wife and I because I, I'd like to retire someday. So every move I'm making at this point is towards some common goal of at some point I'd like to retire, at some point I'd like to take a vacation. I know none of these things are going to happen this year, so let's just get as much paid off as I can, not make any crazy decisions because there's no reason to be crazy right now. And, you know, try to maximize some of my investments. And I think that's a big reason why, you know, we sit here every week talking about do this with your money. Don't do that with your money. Try, you know, think about this, think about that. You know, I don't ever think a quarter is going to be worth more than 25 cents. I just don't, you know, if you have a really rare quarter, maybe, you know, but what does that have to be like a 19 or 1889 Indian head quarter or some crap? I don't, you know, I don't know what money was back then, but you know, if you have one of those and you can cash it in for 10 grand, go for it. Right. But you say, you know, it's not like you're out there. It's not like you're out there with every piece of change hunting it, which surprises me about you because uh, you know, how, how much <laughs> you, you like to make that extra penny. But um you know, I used to work with a guy who would sort through the, the change every night at the, on, on the till. Um, and it would, it would bug me. Right. But he'd be looking for wheat pennies and he'd be looking for, you know, all these things. And I'm just like, no, you know, now I've learned a little bit. And so um, I give my daughter half dollars as a, as a allowance type of a thing. And I pay her, you know, cause they're bigger coins or, and so I pay her in those. Now, now I, I, I search for those. Uh, cause I guess some, some are silver, so I'll, I'll make sure I check, you know, anything that's, uh, what, like 1974 and earlier. Um, but in the end, I don't really care. She can have the, what, what is it worth, six, eight bucks? I don't care. You know, I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> say, I don't, I don't, you know, I'll just look at it and go, is one really shiny? Nope. Okay. They're all yours. You know, um, you know, I, I, I think, I think people are like always, right. They're overreacting to a lot of things. And I, I'm a, I'm a, I think media creates drama kind of a guy too. Um, so, right. This, this thing could be, it could be that, you know, the, the Starbucks inside the, the you know, the NBC studio didn't have change because somebody didn't go to the bank one day or they, you know, they quit and they're like, oh, there's a change shortage, you know. I, I believe those things happen, you know. And so they, they, they run with this. And then, then, you know, the person at the Starbucks there got super excited that they made TV. So they're like, well, I'm not going to get change again. <laughs> so... Well, you know, and it's one of those things you look at, especially when it comes to anything that's shared through media channels. You have to check your sources because, especially in the day and age we're in, so many things are shared out there that you sit there and you read it and you're like, well, that's just BS. How can anybody believe it? But you can find five or six people that are going to believe that and they're going to take that to the bank and it's like, Okay, seriously, you're you're the same person that in 1984 would have read the Inquirer and known that we had three aliens sitting in Washington D.C. You know, in in Congress or some BS because the Inquirer posted it. It's it's just not fathomable to me that people still buy into some of these weird conspiracy theories that are out there. Yeah, I get it; it's fun to think about, but you know, in my lifetime. I don't think, you know, I don't think that we blew up the World Trade Center. I, I, I'm just not buying that story. And I know that's a big conspiracy that's out there. I, I do honestly believe Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone. I think somebody else shot Kennedy because I don't think he could make that shot from there. Sometimes I believe it. Most of the time, I think it's just BS. It's just yeah. stuff, fun stuff for people to talk about. Hey, I think that's what it is, right? I mean, it's, it's getting people to have like minds agree. So, I mean, it's not conspiracy stuff, right? But you go to Republicans, you know, Republicans, they're friends with Republicans because, you know, that's that they, they think the same. Democrats, they're friends with Democrats because they think the same. I mean, you know, I, I yes, you can have friends on both sides, right? But I, big chances are your friend is kind of the same thing you are, right? I mean, you, you, you like to agree. So, um, you know, we're not, we're not saying that you're wrong. If, if you think that this coin change or, you know, coin shortage thing is, is a conspiracy, right? We're just saying we, we don't believe it. Here's our opinion of why, <laughs> you know, so, and if honestly, I always like conspiracy theories cause like how sometimes they get really deep. Like you said, there's aliens and stuff like that. Like, dude, I'm, I'm totally hoping that someday I get proven wrong, like, and I just look at myself and go, shit, right? Like, you know, oh, I should have said, Nick, in order to survive, you need to have 14 quarters and three nickels. And I'm like, I only got 13. <laughs> you know, like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm wrong at that point in my life, you know, so. Well, I'll say, you know, to add to, I mean, and I agree with both of you, you know, I think. Part of the reason why there's cash and coin shortages is the people aren't out there spending it because I'm a treasurer for my kid's PTO. I've got this bucket here that's probably almost $50 worth of coins 
that because the bank's not open for me to turn it in at, I can't turn this in. I've got some cash in there too, probably about $20 worth. It's just sitting on my desk making a, waiting for me to be able to go in because I'm sorry, I'm lazy. I'm not going to roll the coins so I can go turn them in at, you know, a bank or whatever. I'm going to wait till these banks that have the coin counters are open again. Yeah. Well, and the PTO is a great example. So obviously schools were shut down in March. Mm -hmm. I know that our business had donated a gift card to your PTO, right? You never gave away because which you never gave away because the carnival didn't happen. Well, you know, we donated some to our softball team too. You know, Don said, Hey, you know, Chris helped us out with bats. We're going to donate a couple gift cards to the softball team. Now, our big fundraiser every year, now Nick coached with me, so he knows where, where I used to coach, it was hard to get money, and that usually fell to me. Now, where I coach now, it's easy to get money. We have one fundraiser a year. It's a bowling fundraiser. We bring all the parents in and all of their friends. They drink a lot. They spend a lot of money on 50-50. They spend a lot of money on raffles. Everybody wants to buy the last ticket, so they literally sit there next to the raffle thing throwing money in the thing at the end. Everything's cash only. We raise probably in the neighborhood of three, four thousand dollars in that one fundraiser that would have taken place a week after the season was basically shut down. So we had no fundraisers, so there was no money raised. And no, you we do that. What my two big fundraisers are a walkathon, which even though you can do online. Still, probably you know, and we usually make about ten thousand with that. You know, probably three or three, four thousand of that still is cash and check donation. People who don't do this, you know, I'm going to charge you know a credit card online thing, and you know the other one is our carnival, and you know this year we had gotten tried to get the square readers to work so we could take credit cards, but we still expected. <laughs> 75% of our cash to come, or money to come from coming in with cash. I know. I remember playing sports in high school. We did, you know, for football, we did sub sales, we did uh, lift a thons. It was always cash. What? Once in a while, a check maybe, but it was almost always cash. It was, yeah, I would say. It, you know, that was. But I mean, Everything, everything is, you know, in the youth area is cash kind of a thing. I mean, that's what you're, you're, you're looking at. Cause you know, young kids, even high school, I'm going to call them young kids, you know, granted they're, they're mature responsible, but if they're selling something, doing something, you know, grandma, grandpa, aunt and uncle, whatever, are going to, going to hand you cash. Like, I mean, you know, and they don't want to hand you a, a credit card to make you run it to, you know, I know, I know as a kid, right, like if I had a box of candy bars, I sold 50 of them, I had, I got to sit there and count $51 bills, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's what it was. Um, one other thing, I know it was huge in my school, uh, all the classes, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, right, you would, you would, all these kids would carry around milk jugs, right, and it would be the representation of their class, and you wanted to raise, you wanted to raise the most pennies. Um, I think is what it was. And then all of the silver that got put in there counted as negative, right? Yep. So penny wars. 
Yeah, Petty Wars. I mean, this this was a huge thing. So, you know, I remember I remember being that kid who went and bought fifty dollars worth of quarters, right? Dump, you know, dump ten into each one, you know, type of a thing, and then and then would throw in the the extra ten dollars or the extra twenty dollars into the seniors, right, to make sure they lost. Like there was nothing better than getting to the final and and knowing that you know they lost. So, um, right. The, 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 the school things didn't happen. The, the, the transfer of funds didn't happen. We could, we could sit here forever and list how many things that required coins didn't happen this year. I mean, gosh, I, I, I even went to the putt-putt place that has a, a wishing well where you throw a coin in and, God, there was no coins in that thing, you know? <laughs> that and the malls and stuff like that or museums that have the little – The coin racers. Or things. Yep, I mean, they all, you know, yeah, it's all quite often donational, donation things, but they take those coins and they donate and they turn it into cash okay. or they turn it into, you know, an electronic deposit into their budget. Yep, and that's the saying, you know, and the bank rolls it, throws it right back out to all these stores. I mean, yep. you know, so there, there's all these things that just aren't happening right now to create the movement of these coins. So, um you know, I, I, I think, I think that's uh, one thing to realize is it'll, it'll turn back around. It really will. Well, you, you look at the last, let's say hundred years and, and obviously we've had two very significant financial events with the depression in the 1920s and the great recession in 2008 and nine. And the people that survived those things and, and honestly thrived in those things were the people that looked at things logically and said, okay, this sucks right now, but if I hold on tight, I, you know, it's, it's going to come back around. And that's where we are here again is, yeah, it sucks a little bit right now, but you know, once we get to a point where we have a vaccine and people can get back, you know, to some semblance of normal, things will be okay again. But, Again, we all have to do our part, and I, I, that's really what we're missing right now is people doing their part. Yeah, it's a, you know, I, I, you know, their part being stimulate the economy. I mean, there's there's people, there's people who are, you know, who are like myself. I hoard, I hoard change. Um, it's just I've done it since I was a kid, right? Like I, I wanted to fill the biggest tube, but it, it's how I was raised. I'm finding, honestly, I want to do the research. Um, I, again, I have social media, Facebook, and I, I can't create a poll, but like I want to know how many of my friends save change and have it rolled. I'll, you know, it kind of came about where I have a brother who who uses Coinstar and he'll pay the ten percent, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like I'll roll your change for five percent of the cut. Right. You know? um, but, you know, it, he doesn't actually save that much. I mean, he'll, you know, honestly, he'll do it for 20 bucks kind of a thing. It, he just throws it in his car and then it's done where, you know, I'll get to a couple hundred bucks and then turn it in. But so it's, I'm finding that people who are savers, natural savers, save their money. I'm finding that they, they, you know, are the people that keep their change and get it rolled, you know, by the, they roll it themselves. Most of us don't even, you know, bring it, I guess to the people that, you know, have the big, uh, I have a big Detroit Tigers, like a uh, pop bottle that you can fill and you can bring that into the bank and they'll, they'll have it rolled for you. It'll take a couple of days, but you know, so 
I'm finding I'm finding that the the natural financially stable people are the people that are are doing those habits of saving all the way through. So um, one thing I'm kind of hoping from this coin shortage is it's teaching people to like save. You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping that the little longer that it goes, that these people are like, oh crap, I have 20 bucks, or you know, I mean something something that makes them actually think oh, I should really start saving. I know my my bank, you know, they had what um, I think they called it like pop money or something where they would take the change and they would roll it over, um, you know, at the end of, at the end of each day, like however much the actual trend, not per transaction, but the actual day or something. Um, that way it wasn't adding, you know, cause sometimes I think acorns, right. you like, it'll be every transaction and that could be like 25 bucks a day at, at times. This was like at the end of the day. So for 31 days, then it would tell you how much extra you had into that account kind of a thing. So that was really, that was really a cool feature. Um, but so I'm, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see something, you know, so hopefully it creating a, a new thing for some people. So, so here's a great story for you. When my mother was first married, she lived in Chicago and a neighbor, I think it was a neighbor named Fred. Fred did not like change. So Fred would take his change and throw it in the trash. So my mother and Fred's wife dug the the change out of the trash. And when it got up to $20, they took it to the bank and they got a $20 bill. And Fred wanted to know why they weren't giving him his $20. Sorry, we're not giving you your $20. You threw it away. And it's a great lesson of, yeah, it takes time to do these things because, you know, I'm going to pick up the penny when I see it in the parking lot too. It takes time, but it does add up. You know, if I can get an extra three bucks a year because I picked up a penny or I, I scan a receipt on my app, I'm going to do that because, you know, that extra three bucks to me is worth something. Will it be worth something to me in 20 years? Maybe not. Maybe I have enough money. I don't give a shit about that three bucks. I'll leave somebody else. But right now, it means something because I want to make sure I'm maximizing everything that I have because, again, I would like to retire someday. Yeah, I just say, um, just real quick, because I was interested, um, was it 1792, the first coin was produced in the USA, okay. right, in Philadelphia, so, I mean, over 300 years, you know, um, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're not going anywhere with money um, any anytime soon, so uh, I don't think people need to to worry about that. Dave Ramsey people were hoping that you're watching this and, um, you know, don't, don't fear. You can still do the Dave plan, but hopefully a little, uh, you know, hopefully with what David said, take a drive all the way to Wisconsin and make your $5 on your hundred. Cause you know, part of me is really thinking that's worth a trip. I mean, they have great beer over there and I'm sitting here going, man, even if I walk out of there with a, with a halfway free trip, like, Gas can't be that much to get there. <laughs> so, Gas is cheap right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna buy everybody's change, and uh, and get my get my butt over there and trade this in. So, anybody watching that wants to send me quarters, uh, let me know. <laughs> and I think you know you mentioned it too. You know, cash isn't going anywhere. I mean, cash is controlled by the government. Government is going to lose a ton of money 
and they're going to lose a ton of jobs if they stop printing cash and stamping coins and everything else that they, oh, you know, it's it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, so you know, the only thing I can is say it, it won't it won't even stop. You know, people are worried about you know drug dealers and how illegal that is, and everybody uses cash and man. I've seen transactions go down literally using cash apps. So you're not going to stop drug wars. You're not going, you know, you're not going to stop this. Um, I want everybody to know this is my this is my daughter Emerson. Um, she was actually seen by a friend of ours on YouTube, so she's officially a YouTube star. Nice. Um, yeah, I was not a YouTube star. Granted, I've, oh. I've been in it for hours. No, no, no. She's a YouTube star. So. Um, Guys, send, send send well wishes and love to her, and we'll let her know how uh, how big her head can get. So, Dad's is here. I think, I think ah! she can get there. So, it's usually the cute kids that are the YouTube stars, not the ugly bad. <laughs> and nobody wants to look at our mugs. Buy him more. Ah. All right, so that's basically what we got for you this week. I'll let Nick go with his normal because I know he loves to. Yeah, uh, I say yes, dude, dog. Appreciate uh, you guys going to be sponsoring us very soon. Laguanitas, I'm letting you guys know this is a fantastic beer. Can't wait for you to send it to us. All the rest of you guys that are watching, like, subscribe, share. Tell your friends uh, that you that you enjoy watching the the big bearded guy and um, you know the Cubs fans here. So guys, really, please, if you could if you could subscribe, sh subscribing is huge for us. Uh, let you know when our, our video comes out. Um, sharing just lets you, or you know, lets you share our knowledge with the rest of the world, and that's what we want to do. So, yeah, as always, if you have things you'd like us to talk about, please shoot us a message. You know, if you have questions, we'd love to answer questions. Um, we hope to do a, a follow up here pretty soon with TJ on his house buying experience. That should be progressing along, and Nick and I are very excited about that. And. Uh, Otherwise, we'll figure out what next week we're going to talk about, and uh, we'll, we'll see you then.